Welcome back, gang. What up? It's episode 49, and we're feeling fine, you know, and dandy even. Maybe not dandy, but close. And uh, I welcome you guys here. Thank you for joining once again. I am happy to have you and appreciate you guys always come who not always but maybe there's someone that's listened to all the episodes if you're that person or if you're those people damn son much love to you we're basically best friends um even if i've never met you i feel like you you probably know me so i love you guys thank you again for being here you know i had to go to mexico for a week to kind of get away from things get some perspective i was gone last week I mean, you guys wouldn't know because whatever, we still keep the consistency out here on Height Drop. But if you listened to the previous episode, you can maybe, you know, decipher that I was I was feeling a little bit just like I needed some some perspective. I needed to get focused again. I need to refocus, redirect the momentum in my in my life in a way that, you know, felt more purposeful. So I did some work out there. It was really good. Um Obviously, it was really fun. It's Mexico. It's not cold out there and shit. So good times were had. But also, uh, you know, it was it was the right move for me to make. I'm I'm glad I uh, went out there. Sometimes you got to chop yourself off at the literally like at the location of where you are just to to kind of figure out what you want to do next and and also to appreciate where you're at. You know, I, I was stoked to come back here too. You know, I feel really good being back gaining whatever i don't want to get too hippy dippy on you guys but let's just say i'm stoked again you know i had a moment of you know i hope you guys were <clears throat> are fe- feeling stoked with me that's all i can say because i definitely was feeling a little bit down over the last few weeks whether or not you noticed or not i don't know don't matter um because you know sometimes you just got to work through that shit everyone goes through things in their life but you know what helps is when you get to listen to young Pumps like this. Joel Culpepper. We're going to kick this off with Joel Culpepper today. Listen to this guy. He's like, just, I'm going to show him too on the podcast so you can see, but this is ridiculous. All right, here we go. This is his colors performance for that YouTube channel. Uh. But the man needs to give me a raise. Look at that guy. Need to work. Cause if I don't, I'm gonna hurt Lost my mind With my baby trying to find Some loving I need to provide for my woman I mean, just what kind of note is that for anybody to pay? But look at him. He looks, you guys can't see if you're listening, but he's just shirtless dancing. He sounds like he's just old school jazz singer almost. But. <laughs> just the passion, man. You just got to have that passion. You got to find the passion. That's what I take from that song, you know? And I appreciate, you know, he got that need to work. And like, that's something that, uh, you know, you gotta, I was thinking about it and you gotta like really, you gotta embrace that grind, you know, like part of why I was feeling down is cause I was just not wanting to, to get 
down to business in some ways. And I was avoiding some things, um, just just not wanting wanting to look inwards at some of the work that I needed to do on myself or for, you know, even something like this, the podcast. But, but you know what? It's not really that bad. Once you turn around and look at it or turn to the side and look at it, wherever it is, you know, you start to realize that it's fucking right there for you to do and and you start to enjoy doing it and you know this is it's weird because you you know at least I was feeling like <clears throat> like it was it was stressful for me to to talk about some of this stuff publicly or whatever on on air because I find it a little bit embarrassing you know growing up I thought like having like issues and feeling down and stuff is like just not for for strong-minded people and I wanted to be like that so I, uh, you know, I'd bottle things up, but you know, if there's anything that we've talked about the most on this podcast, it's probably like that, that's okay to have these things. And like everybody goes through them and it's inspiring and it's actually really helpful to talk about all that stuff, even if you're not, you know, and, and also it's, it's really good. Like the other side of that was as, as kind of <clears throat> nervous or like scared, maybe you could say I was to, to talk about some of them some of my own like doubts and fears and stuff and then share them and you know post about them and whatever the other side of that is like by going through it and making myself do it even though I didn't really want to then uh I, I, you start to remember like oh yeah I don't give a fuck again like in the best way you know that that's the, there's that book going around the subtle art of not giving a fuck and it's like I haven't read it but I know that I kind of understand it just based on the title it's like you have to give a fuck about the right shit and not the wrong shit and uh you know you you start to remember like what do you really give a fuck about and it's certainly not you know being embarrassed to be you know whatever honest on on the on the mic or whatever i <clears throat> you you just start to regain that sense of focus and that sense of direction i think by by facing your fears whatever they might be um and you shouldn't you shouldn't be embarrassed about that stuff, you know. Really, like that's another thing. Is it's like this. Everyone goes through things at different stages, you know. I think what I was worried about was that, <clears throat> and I don't want this all to be about me. And we're gonna get over this real quick, because that's another thing that you know. Hey, there's so much more I want to do with this podcast than talk about you know my feelings and shit. <laughs> but uh, and probably you guys are like, all right, get the fuck to it then but what i was gonna say is just you you know everyone goes through different things at different times you know like what what i think what i was embarrassed about was like man i felt like this stuff i should have worked through when i was like a teenager or like 20s or something just sometime younger Uh, you know i was like damn some of the things i'm like worrying about right now it's like been built up perhaps for for a decade or or longer you know and like you carry these issues with you and you kind of don't re- re- recognize them until they're boom, like until they've built up. If you, if you're like me and you've bottled shit up for whatever, I don't know. Let's, I don't even, I don't, I don't need to go into it anymore, I guess, but you guys understand. I'm sure it's just the, you, you, some people are like going through that problem at, at that time in their life when they're much younger, but then they face another one when they're much older that like I've already overcome, you know, like <clears throat> a cocaine addiction, for example, or something <laughs> like, you know, I'm not proud of this, but I, you know, I did cocaine when I was basically six, not basically, I was in high school, I was 16 years old. That's when it first came across my doorstep. And, you know, I started looking at drugs recreationally and 
whatever. I don't want to go into all this shit. But basically, you know, I recognized pretty early on that that shit ain't for me. And I was like, you know what? <clears throat> this drug is not make me a better person. It doesn't make me a better me or or friend or anything to anybody. Uh, it's not good. So I, you know, was able to move beyond that. But you know, some people face that struggle with uh, with cocaine because because for me, whatever. This is just a really extreme example but i figured why not share the extreme version here um but yeah like i i liked you know there's certain drugs like you like them you like the experience the novelty of it at first and i think a lot of experiences even are like that and uh then you know if you don't cultivate a healthy relationship or you start to lose yourself in it or if you're escaping and that's what you're doing with the drug instead of facing the fear and turning around whatever working on the thing you need to be working on if you're using it as a uh, vent of you know it could be really unhealthy medicine that you're trying to administer to yourself you know i think ultimately that's what people are seeking they're seeking kind of help but they they fail to you know we're not doctors so you know i was able to recognize that move beyond it when i was a young person luckily i didn't get like dive deeply into that drug at least but um but someone might be like 50 something by the time they like come but by the time cocaine and their life circumstances and all this stuff like there's a certain maelstrom of life that like creates some kind of disaster or whatever or the feeling of it and um and there needs to be no judgment passed on like whatever journey people are going through again everyone's going through some shit you know that was another thing is like uh, being like aware of what my shit is compared to my friends. Again, it's, we've talked about this stuff a lot in the mental health episodes. You should go check them out. You know, we did some mental health episodes with Nick Ortiz and some other people. Um, I don't need to get more into it. We've already gone 10 minutes here. So basically, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm getting more stoked again and I am, uh, I'm hype about the direction of what we can do here. And I got a lot of new ideas and things that I want to work on. And, you know, I realized, you know, partly that, working on them is going to make me feel better about everything, you know, not just constantly, you know, you can dwell on that when you, when things go wrong, you kind of want to, you need to reassess things. So you start looking at yourself maybe too, and I'm very critical. So, you know, I'm already my harshest critic. So when you're like paying attention to yourself more than, you know, than even normal, it can, it can actually spiral out of control if you're, if you're not having healthy, healthy thoughts. But Let's go ahead and move forward on that. You know, I don't know if um, you guys saw, but the this is kind of related. Tyson Fury, for fuck's sake, Tyson Fury, my guy. Um, and Deontay Wilder, for you know, Jesus, not to take anything away from either of these guys. So there's this huge fight. I've been talking about it maybe for the last month and a half or two months or however long since it's been announced. I've been hyped about this heavyweight boxing fight. And the the way it went down was, first of all, it was an epic fight. It was amazing to watch. Like I watched it in Mexico, actually. So I uh, like people are up in arms about what happened. The decision was a draw. So if you didn't know, like basically twelve rounds of action, and they went to decision, and they called it a draw. And a lot of people are pissed because, excuse me, a lot of like heavy like super boxing fans, you know, people that really probably know the the sport and 
appreciate it maybe even more than I do, or, or at least they are way more intelligent and focused on like the techniques and what they all mean and stuff. They can understand boxing for sure better than I can. And they're saying, well, Tyson won all these rounds and Deontay for sure won nine and 12 rounds, nine and 12. Cause he knocked Tyson down in nine and in the 12th round. And this is what the most amazing thing is. And this is why, like, I don't even really want to talk about the controversy too much because first of all, it just doesn't like, first of all, I think that it should have been a draw. So like, I, I agree with the decision. Like some, one of the judges scorecards is a little bit like, all right, man, maybe there's some corruption in boxing. Like it's not, it's not news that anybody to anybody that, you know, has watched the sport or followed it for a while that some of the judging in boxing is, it can be corrupt or shitty or both. And, uh, and that's neither here nor there because in the end, it was the right decision, you know, as far as I'm concerned. And like, I'm glad that I heard some other people because for, for a while, all I was hearing was everyone. I was like, was I, am I crazy? Because the fight I watch, and maybe it's because I didn't hear the commentary because I'm in Mexico and it was, you know, un, and it was in Spanish. I couldn't hear what they were saying or understand it and the action. And, and you know, just what I saw, I was like, that was a super close fight for most of the rounds. Yes, Tyson was out boxing. Um, Deontay and uh that was amazing to watch I mean like if you it's hard like I literally couldn't tell you guys what the story is because I just don't want to talk about this for that long and and bore you with it but you know we've mentioned it before Tyson speaking of like the mental health shit Tyson has been such an inspiration because he is he is he was pushed to the brink of suicide you know, and again, like this shit happens to everybody, right? So he was the heavyweight champion of the world, had everything, millions of dollars, family, you know, great family and great friends and everything. And he still, you know, if you if you bottle that shit up, you know, he'll be the first to tell you. And that's one of the things like I think is fine so inspiring about Tyson and his story is his willingness to share on this stuff. And it's given a lot of people the courage to, you know, also open up, I think, um, including me. And so much love to Tyson, but he's also just a a a uh, a legend, a legend, son, literally and figuratively, the Gypsy King in the sport because of what he's accomplished. And he, you know, came out of nowhere, basically like this. He's named after Mike Tyson for fuck's sake, and you know, undefeated, beat Vladimir Klitschko, the uh, heavyweight boxer that was reigning champion for ten years, the lineal heavyweight champion. And then just like fell off the deep end because, you know, I think what happens with people that suffer from, and, and again, I'm not trying to like box, put myself in some category that's on the same tier. I think the, the problems that I faced have been relatively mild, but it, again, it doesn't really matter. Like you shouldn't need to qualify any of that shit, but, um, just let's just say that like people, you know, he was bottling things up and he was dealing with mental health and that was his boxing was a way to kind of like channel that energy, but it was also a way to escape some of those things. So when he finally achieved that insane goal, knocking Vladimir Klitschko um, off the heavyweight podium and becoming a lineal champ, you know, he fell into like a deep, deep depressive state, gained 150 pounds or something like was just drinking, doing cocaine. Like I said, again, that's why I think I mentioned that, but like just losing himself in the drugs and the alcohol and, uh, and just being a piece of shit basically as much as he could, you know, like having no value for his life, having no, um, 
appreciation for anything. And like, and this is weird, like, you know, this is like some duality shit, but it's like, you kind of, if you don't feel those things, I feel like that's, that's when you bottle them up and then they come out and they come out in this really unhealthy way. But you have to feel them. Like, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, you, by bottling them up, you're just stacking this huge chip for yourself to like cash in on in, in a bad way. But, uh, you know, had he dealt with it over the years, he probably would have been, you know, not as happy all, I don't know, whatever. What am I talking about? I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist or a whatever. Uh, what's the other one? Psychologist. I'm not either of those things. And, um, but basically I, I, why, what I want to talk about is just how fucking amazing Tyson Fury is as a human being and figure, because he came back from all of that. He lost over, you know, hundred and whatever pounds. He lost. He 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 worked his way back up to be, to being in this fight with Deontay Wilder, who's a fucking another legend. Like these are two amazing human beings, and this is why I love watching boxing and, and combat sports is because I think it's essentially some of the hardest shit and the most amazing, inspiring things that anyone can do. And um, you know, I I draw a great deal of inspiration from it. So. He f- and the the story the story is insane. It's like Deontay's knocked out thirty nine opponents out of thirty nine opponents, or is he? He's forty and zero with thirty nine knockouts. But one of those non knockouts was a, a decision that he won against an opponent that he later knocked out. So he's knocked out everyone he's faced, and he's just an insanely destructive, amazing force. Literally. I mean, they're fucking names. Tyson Fury versus Deontay's Wilder. Maybe it's like Wilder wildness versus Fury, Furiosity. Like you can't write this shit, right? It's just, it just, it just makes you just, uh, I don't know. It makes me stoked at least to, to just know that this is history as we know it, you know, being written is, is just pretty wild. And, they, they, you know, there's this other champ, Anthony Joshua has kind of been dodging them, making, making good money and be, being like maybe the most famous of the two. But now this, this decision and the fight was amazing. The fight was so amazing. I mean, Tyson was slipping out of everything. It was very close, but as far as I could tell, Wilder had done enough to, to secure at least a draw. You know, like there was, there was at least five or six rounds at the beginning. They were so fucking close. You could have given them either way. And I think because everyone really, and you cannot know Tyson's story without just loving that man. Like he is a fucking glorious human being, the way he carries himself, especially knowing like everything that he's gone through. Um, and there couldn't be any more evidence for that than in the 12th round. In the 12th fucking round, literally at the very end of the fight, after, how long is it? Three minutes? After 37 minutes of fighting, basically, that's a ridiculous amount of fighting for anyone to do, much less two guys that are over 200 pounds. I mean, Deontay's 220 pounds or something, and then Tyson is actually like 260 pounds or 270 pounds. They're 6'9", 6'7". They're huge human beings. For them to be moving around and giving their all like that for, for that long, in the 12th round... Deontay finally finds him and lands this huge overhand right. What he's known for, he's the hardest puncher in heavyweight boxing history is what people are calling him. And, you know, and, and not 
undeservedly so. I mean, he's fucked up 40 people or 39 people, basically, you know, 40 times. And he lands this other combination, this left hook behind it. I mean, you have to go see it. I'll fucking put the thing in the in the description. The link is insane. He flatlines Tyson. Tyson just goes completely out, like limp, eyes roll in the back of his head. You're like, holy shit, it's over. Holy shit, Tyson Fury is dead. He killed that man. He could, I mean, seriously, like, you're concerned. You're like, what the fuck? And somehow, at around like five or six count, like the ref is like, five, six, Tyson's eyes open up. And he's just like, I read a comment online. It was like, he got up like he was late for work. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, he just opens up his eyes and he's just, just fucking just stands up like nothing happened. It was insane. And the ref is like, you're right here. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. He's like, walk over here, walk back. He does his little jaunt. I mean, he couldn't have been, it couldn't have been like the most, it, it couldn't have been a more impressive comeback from that kind of destructive force. As far as I'm concerned, maybe, you know, ever. Like, it, it is literally like, you cannot write this shit. And it's just, it fits so amazingly into the story and in, in the inspiration that he was able to i mean his biggest thing was this comeback from his mental health battle right and you would expect someone who gets fucking knocked out cold with with, with that kind of you know like he, he was able to build his mind from damn near suicide to being so strong that even after being flatlined as soon as his eyes are open, he's like, I'm fucking ready to go. He's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm back in it. He's like, my eyes, I'm, I'm here. I'm up. I'm, I'm going to f- keep fighting. And like, I mean, I, I don't do it any justice. You really should watch, watch the, the fight, the, the, excuse me, the, just watch the knockdown. I mean, you should really watch the whole fight because the context gives it a lot more, um, just value. But you know, I, I, if you listen to Tyson after the fight too, it's just, He's a really, really inspiring figure. You, you know, if there's anyone else I'm drawing more inspiration from, it's there's no one else. I mean, seriously, like Tyson Fury is a fucking legend for him to be able to get up like that. And um, and even if you don't struggle with mental health, it's just like fucking holy shit, you know? Just like we just got fucked by fake gymnastics, right? Parkour community just got fucked over. They just voted basically like a bit bitch slapped us in the face with their vote like it wasn't even close i mean yeah you're 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 gymnastics now like parkour is apparently like one of these gymnastics events is like as far as i mean i don't know what official things need to be taking place still and like what we can do and you know it's it's but it's it's that kind of blow for, for him to just be able to get back up it's just like it you know that's the that's the kind of inspiration we should all take is like all right we may have gotten knocked in our ass just now. Maybe not. I mean, you know, I don't know the context. It's hard to to grasp the whole political climate around surrounding this whole thing. Um, but for Tyson to just literally just stand up after getting hit by the heaviest puncher in heavyweight boxing history in the 12th round, after coming back from losing, from being obese and a drug addict who almost killed himself, it just shows you like just how far like we can come 
And, you know, Tyson says, like, oh, I, I got robbed of the comeback and, like, I should have won the fight. And, like, arguably a lot of boxers would agree that, you know, he 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 did win the boxing match. But in the fight, as far as the fight terms, you know, again, I'm not a boxing – I'm a pretty new boxing fan. So I should probably – you know, you shouldn't be listening to me necessarily about this. But – I don't have a problem with it. You know, I love that it's a draw. I, I love it because these two forces, like nobody, they they both deserve, and everybody wins with this draw because both of their stock rises. Now no one gives a fuck about AJ who's been dodging both of them, Anthony Joshua. And they, you know, the heavyweight division, everyone, all, all boats rise. They're both going to get paid a shitload more for the next, for the rematch, which everyone wants to see. And and really the story wasn't over, you know. If Tyson would have won the decision after getting flatlined like that, it would have been an amazing story. It it truly would have. But I don't feel like that's the way that you know he he should. I mean, damn. Actually, it could have been. I don't know. It would have been an amazing story. But also, if they gave the decision to Deontay, it would have been an amazing story. Like Deontay's also got a rags to riches story from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And I don't mean to dick ride Tyson Fury so hard, but you know, we just we all love that guy so much. But he's you know Deontay's story is just as impressive. And I think that's you know something that you know even I and like everyone else has not really given him enough credit. It's like yes, Deontay or Tyson was the better boxer. You know, he was slipping. He was getting out of the way. He, you know, Deontay could not find him. But Deontay had the heart and the the determination to to stay with it until the last round when he finally knocked him down. It's just like you couldn't. He could. He could hardly punch him. He could not find him for for the entire fight. But he wasn't getting hit either. It's not like Deontay was getting fucking lit up. I mean, he was the aggressor. He was constantly, you know, pushing Tyson around and you know, trying to, to hit him and making Tyson, I mean, Tyson put on an, an incredible performance. They both put on an incredible performance. Deontay didn't necessarily look his best, but he put, he brought the best out of Tyson Fury, which not everyone could do, I'm sure. And, and it's, it's different fighting styles. Like, what do you value? I mean, he did more damage. Clearly, like, if you if I was going to be one of the other guys, I would want to be Deontay. I, I would want to be the guy that didn't get knocked out cold, you know? So, yes, like, he's not as skilled a boxer, but he's got the heart, the determination, the aggression, and the power. You know, he's fighting a guy that weighs 50 pounds more than him and is taller than him and has a bigger reach. You know, there's a lot to be said for Deontay Wilder's courage too. And the first person you should listen to who will say that is Tyson Fury. After the fight was over, there was no one singing their praises higher or Deontay's praises higher than Tyson, which again shows the character of both these guys. I mean, they like literally kissed each other on the cheek or something or not. You know, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it, but they said in the post fight, like, did you, uh, it's incredible to see you guys kissed. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they had like, amazing respect for each other so much appreciation for for you know bringing the best out of each other that's what it's all about you know you could tell I'm hype on this shit anyhow the fucking fight was amazing i love that it's a draw a lot you know a lot of people are pissed about it but i think that's the right way it was you know it was exactly what we got the best thing possible cuz it wasn't it wouldn't have been complete you know tyson got the fuck back up that was was so insane he got up like at the 10 count like he was like one, two, they get they get ten seconds to stand up and like right at like nine and a half, like that's when he was on his feet again fully. I mean, 
it was just so close to the wire. It was such a close fight. And truly, I don't know, you know, what happens in the rematch. Like you could say, well, Tyson's got all the experience now. He's got, he's, that was more than, you know, his, his two tune-up fights before that were not, were not fucking legitimate. You know, they were cans or whatever is the term. They were shitty fighters, basically. Now, now that Tyson's back in the game and his head's right, he's going to, he's definitely going to be able to evade Deontay. But Deontay didn't look his best. Deontay might be able to find him earlier. And put him out this time. Or, you know, just measure his shots a little bit better. Deontay's getting better too. I mean, he's he's the older man, but he's the less experienced boxer. He still is like gaining more with each fight probably than uh, Tyson does. You know, Tyson's been fighting since he's, you know, an infant basically. You know, like that, that's the the travelers, the gypsies way is to, that's what they do. Like that's the biggest thing you can be in in their i mean and, and yeah, fucking a. i could go on about it forever i mean tyson fury and deontay wilder two champions two amazing fighting men and uh jesus um that's what i can say about that uh yeah go back to the fig thing real quick is the, the, all I wanted to say about that is like I I read the letter I read like this little blog post or this article that about you know the just the encroachment and like I mean it's not described as that it's a it's a it's a journalistic article so they're they're giving they're trying to give a neutral perspective I guess but this is this is what we we're up against you know like we're up against money basically I mean money talks you know like they they want they want to retain market share. Like they said, basically explicitly, like they're trying to paint the picture like, Oh, gymnastics, we need to innovate. We need to innovate in the, in the discipline. It's like, all right, well, innovate is not steal parkour out from underneath its own culture. And, and, you know, and pretend that, you know, gymnastics is the same. Um, now I don't want to focus just on the negative. I mean, I still believe in the powers of our community. I really do. Uh, and no matter which way this goes, um, I think we, I think we can do a lot to, to make sure that it, it's a good thing event, you know, ultimately I think we can fuck. I mean, I don't know. Like, again, my, my position from the beginning has almost always been like, fuck the Olympics all together because this is what they do this is their mo they fuck they fuck disciplines they bend over disciplines if they're like and they fuck them <laughs> that's what they do they're fucking assholes excuse pardon my french pardon la putain but yeah that's what they do i mean they they are money driven they're business and that's not necessarily a horrible thing that they, they can offer us a lot potentially. I mean, they could offer avenues for, for athletes to really do some interesting, you know, things. And, and, you know, the bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder was an Olympic athlete, you know, that's why he's called the bronze bomber. After about a year of boxing, he won bronze in the Olympics. Um, it's a, it's a place where he was able to sharpen his skills and, and still, you know, no one really cares about his Olympic boxing career. It's like what he does outside of that, that, that has inspired me and inspired other, you know, many millions of people probably. But, um, so, you know, 
hopefully we can use the whatever happens as a launching pad for for what we all want to accomplish with with the discipline you know and and also just just know that it's just it, do whatever the fuck you need to do you know like that if there's anything else it's like i mean it's not going to stop me from doing what i want to do with parkour it certainly is not going to do that you know i mean it it can fuck shit up it can fuck some shit up for sure but but just like i mean if 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 tyson fury can get up from getting fucking flatlined then we can get up from whatever they throw at us you know what i'm saying so we just got to we just got to you know just keep getting up if you, if you feel like you're not gotten you know if you if you still have fight left in you and you have something to fight for and you just keep fighting i guess that's the message that i that i got from tyson fury and uh and from Deontay Wilder on that fight i mean they both showed amazing grit and heart whatever i've been i've been jerking them off for this entire podcast basically um but here we are here we are this is the end of this episode basically you know we did it we done did it um i don't think there's anything else i needed to discuss uh you know i just wanted to 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 talk about those few things i mean it's it's unfortunate with the fig thing and um we'll figure it out though you know we have all the powers you know there's there's, this is the age where things are the most fucked up but we have the most potential at the same time that's like the duality of life it's like when you're with the thing you get the good with the bad you know that that's just what it is and so you know we got fucking donald trump as president and i'm not saying that like I mean, I definitely am not a fan of Donald Trump. Like, fuck that guy. But also, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Republican people or whatever. But oh, that was what I loved. Also, it's like that's the fucking beauty of the draw as well. It's like everyone wants to jump into a camp. It's like, oh, fucking Tyson got robbed, or Wilder should have like they they should have started the eight count earlier or the ten count earlier. Like everyone wants to just jump sides, and I'm love. I love that everyone's forced to deal with this draw. And like come together. It's like look who came together instantly after the fight. Deontay and Tyson Fury. They were like hugging, making out with each other basically. And you know, <laughs> that's what we all need to do. It's like we need to stop jumping to different sides of the aisle. Like that's how we're fucking shit up in some ways. So like I love that this is a draw because you can be if I mean I love both of these people. Like both of these fighters. I don't that's the thing is I, I don't love the Olympics, but I do see like the value and things that they bring to the table. Hopefully there's a happy medium, but we're going to have to, you know, I don't, it's just fucking tough, right? Like we got the, we got the Trump actions, but you know, that's, that's kind of brought us all together to realize that we need to, it's revealed like, you know, the flaws in our society at the same time that it's revealed, um, the strengths, you know, like the fact that somebody got in who wasn't really supposed to is a cool thing. The fact that he really shouldn't be there is not such a cool thing. You know, it's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's just like, all right, we have this fucking real wild card in the, in the white house in some ways. And I don't like that. He represents, you know, how immature and, and just, easily swayed the American public can be and just 
you know, he's a bit of a, uh, what is it, demagogue, where, you know, he's just able to play to people's fears and, and worst desires and and, uh, and and least, lowest common denominating fruit in some ways. But, um, but it just goes to show, like, you know, he was the one who's at least demonstrating to us, like, look at how fucking terrible the system is that, you know, that I can just come in here and basically bully my way through to, to the top, to the can't, you know, without, um, without too much resistance, you know? So you got to appreciate him for that. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, fuck man. <laughs> it's just, it's tough, but you got to just keep getting back up and keep coming to the table, I guess, with, with something that, um, you know, is going to take us further and forward. And, you know, hopefully that's what we're going to do here with, with, uh, this platform more and more is offer you guys the opportunity to, to participate. And I really want, I guess like this last section here, what all I want to say is I really want to get your guys' feedback more than anything right now. I want to make, you know, this, this podcast and, and this channel and maybe do some other things outside of this more about what you guys all want. You know, for a long time here, I've been doing basically what I want and what I want now is to to really give you guys what you want and need more. And um, so if you have an idea, if you want to publish a video to the channel or to the Instagram, or you have a, you know, a voice or you want to get somebody on the podcast that you haven't heard from, um, I'm going to start breaking my rules. I'm going to start bending the rules. You know, I didn't want to do any Skype interviews because I don't like them, but I don't give a fuck that I don't like them now. You know, if you guys want to get me, if you want to hear from somebody uh, in a different country or something and they're willing, I'll try to get them on for a Skype interview now or a phone call. We can start doing some more stuff. I want to be, you know, just more, more open to, to different, different things. I got some, uh, I got approached by some interesting, um, interview action actually recently. So we'll see if that pans out. Uh, with some some interesting products that somebody wants to to talk about on the podcast, but you know, this is this is the fun of the this platform is it's I I couldn't I can't believe that anyone wants to already someone that found me like wants to get on 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 board with this podcast, and um and that is inspiring to 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 know that you know there is a future here for all of us so. What can I say? What can I say here, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? I feel like I'm just getting lost in my own thoughts now. Um, I tend to do that, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna break this back down with Joel Culpepper, and we'll get the fuck out of here. You know, I'm a little bit aggro today, but I'm just getting fired up, son. I'm getting all fired up because I'm ready to get after it a little bit harder these days. You know, like part of me wants to just show that spirit. You know, when you got when you got all of that inside of you. I think that's like how, you know, you can, and you don't let it out. That's what, that's what, that's what happens to, to Tyson Fury, for example. It's like he had a lot of shit, but look at how, look at what amazing, look at how much more he is now that he's letting it all out. He's so much more. And you saw him after the, again, I could go on forever, but it's just like, you know, I don't know. All right, guys. Joel Culpepper, let's get the second half of that song now. Where is it? Oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Yeah. Uh. 
you hear me when I say Feel like I'm flying Ain't nothing gonna get in my way Get the hell off my back The system trying to make a man track As long as my baby's here I'm gonna leave no fear all right, guys, I hope you guys are out there leading with no fear and doing all that shit. Feel like you're flying. Don't let anyone stand in your way. All that good stuff. Listen to Joel Culpepper and get at me. I want to hear from you guys. I want to open this shit up. We'll see you soon. Peace. For my-